Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the PPC Chat Roundup. We've got the fantastic Julie leading us on another fantastic topic, if I do say so myself. We're talking about breaking into PPC speaking. It's a topic very close to my heart because I love talking. I have spoken at several conferences like Brighton SEO, SMX, Marine Live, AdWorld Experience, and being called back even, which is... I feel like, you know, the biggest compliment, it means that they like me the first time, they want me back a second time. So yeah, it's been such a privilege and I really just got into it because the guy who runs um, Brighton SEO, Kelvin Newman, I literally just sent him an email at one of these events several years ago and went, hey, I'd like to speak. And he said yes, because yeah, the price tickets and um, they are still quite quite high. The, the the ticket prices are very high, and I didn't want to pay it, but I still wanted to go. So I was like, hey, how can I get a free ticket? Maybe if I speak, and I did, and not looked back ever since. So we talk about, you know, the more sophisticated way than just asking the organizer of getting into speaking events, because it's not quite that easy anymore. You know, how to pitch, talking about what stops people from pitching how to give a good talk, how to prepare for it. So yeah, I hope that gives you some ideas. I hope that encourages you to do more speaking gigs and you're in the UK especially. Yeah, approach me. I'm not, I don't actually do pitches. I am setting up, I've set up an event, a PPC event in London, UK, and it's going to be on the 28th of July. It's the first round of the events. I want to do it every couple of months. And yeah, I'm going to have three or four speakers and a Q&A session. And yeah, for me, it's a matter of just ask, give me, show me the a good topic you want to talk about and let's go. But yeah, obviously a lot more complicated with um, some other styles and some other conferences, especially the ones with the high ticket prices. So let's talk about how you get into those. All right. Hope you enjoy. Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu and I'm recording from my studio here in London, UK and I use this platform to share not just expert but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called Your Go to if you don't make it to the PPC chat live discussions and even if you do then like follow share and retweet on that's right twitter with the handle the marketing anu or join us in our linkedin group which is the PPC chat roundup or if you're on instagram why don't you check us out at PPC chat underscore roundup to get quotes and snippets from our previous episodes So as previously mentioned, we are going to be talking about breaking into PPC speaking today. Julie mentions this chat is for new speakers wanting their first gig and experienced speakers who have wisdom to share. So we'll be sharing sharing our wisdom and hoping that more people find it interesting enough and get fired up to want to get on that stage. But as, as usual, she says first, how are we doing today? Julie goes, she's well and shares a picture of her dog, Maple, and she's two today. That is so awesome. She looks so cute. So before we get into questions, Julie usually goes, yeah, this chat is intended for PPC professionals of all levels, especially this one. If you have something you want to share, please do. We are a friendly and supportive community. Please don't be afraid to participate. Lurkers are, of course, always welcome too. So let's get straight into the questions. Julie starts by asking, 
Have you spoken at an event in person or virtual about a PPC topic? If not, is this something you're interested in doing? I have, and let's see if others have. And we start off with Julia Weiss. She goes, yeah, big and small, so much fun and can't wait to get back to it post lockdowns. Julia replies, yes, I have spoken at a ton of events, both in person in the good old days and and virtual the past couple of years. Forever grateful to Matt Wagner for my first big speaking gig at SMX East many moons ago. Matt goes, oh, shucks, Julie, you're making me blush. I was glad to help you out. No, that that was him saying, I was glad to help you get your thought and thoughtful leadership into the SMX mix. And likewise, I am grateful for our professional friendship. Julie replies, having someone established in the industry tell you that you should be on that stage is just so powerful. I so vividly remember meeting you at my very first hero conference and chatting and you telling me that my voice needed to be heard. It's my goal to pay that forward. And she te- definitely does that. Mad goes, yep, overlooking the football stadium. I recall it well. I was already a big fan and your blog with its with its clear uncluttered business analysis about paid searches strength and weaknesses you are most definitely paying it forward with interest and we also have Sarah Steeman replying I've spoken virtually on webinars and recently LinkedIn live I love virtual speaking because I don't have to travel and it seems more accessible I would love to speak at SMX or HeroConf but I have no idea how to pitch or start that process and then we have Chris Ridley replying to question one saying, I haven't spoken at an event yet, but I'm speaking at Sheffield DM later this year about performance max. I have done internal workshops and talks, but that's it. I really actually find that hard to believe that Chris has not done any talks. And I added to that and you're speaking at PPC Live UK later this year. So Chris Ridley is going to be speaking in September. That's September 29th because yes, I've already started planning the second event for my PBC Live UK set of events. So yeah, if you're in the UK and you can't make July 28th, put September 29th in your calendar. And so yeah, we got Julia Vice replying to me saying, is that going to be streamed? Let's show Chris some love. And yeah, this has been asked multiple times, multiple times now. My a really good friend of mine, she's like, ah, I know I've got childcare. I wouldn't be able to make it, but I want to see it online. So I'll think about that. Uh, Julia Vice goes, oops, sorry, didn't mean to create homework. Even if it isn't live, if people agree to have it posted later, would work. It's tough talking into a void. And I'm sure we all want Chris to have a great experience. Yes, we want Chris to have a great experience. Lawrence Chase replies to question one saying, I have done a few local events here in Maine, but never a big event, just chamber stuff and a couple marketing talks in Portland, Maine. Never really had a big pull to the events. I know they are a great source of leads or contacts though. Angela Vaz goes, you know, I have never once gotten a lead or new contact out of speaking. Lots of connection building with folks I already know, but never an actual lead. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. I'll be like, no. And Julia Vaz, Julie Virginia goes, well, that I am too. Then I am too. Had plenty of people ask about business, but never any that turned into clients. Lawrence goes, oh, even the small ones, I got a few re- referrals from some companies. The connections I have made have also led to work later on down the road in a couple cases. I wonder if the smaller venues are better than the big ones for that then. Mm. And as replies, I always spoke on conferences for business purposes, but I primarily gave it primarily gave me answers, the agencies, uh, access to the agency's visibility and credibility and hardly ever direct 
prospects. Julia goes same, very much a profile raising situation for me. Lawrence goes, but you are both already legends. I get that as well though, but it does look good and helps build your personal brand a ton. Yes, it does. Legend, Julia Vice replies, oh my, if I'm mentioned in lore, please ensure I'm deeply impressive and maybe have some kind of awesome tale. <laughs> and then we have Ashton Clark replying to question one saying, I haven't spoken about PPC at any events and only recently started getting more engaged with the community as a whole, but it is something I would be interested in as well as speaking on podcasts. Oh, note to self, Ashton. And there's replies to question one as well saying, yes, spoken at quite few conferences and quite a few PPC topics. Amit Kaber also replies to question one saying, yep, mainly similar, more local events, but it's always been a great time. Julie then takes us on to question two saying, for those who are interested in speaking at conferences and events, but have not spoken, what has been the primary reason you have not spoken, not applied, pitch rejected, don't know where to start? Yes, very interesting points there. Menachem Annie replies, never felt comfortable, but it's time to try. Yes, it is, Menachem. Been doing PPC almost 20 years. I've got to know something. LOL. Yes, you have. 20 years. Wow. John Kagan replies saying, been there, done that. Boss threatened me with physical violence if I didn't, and I was less comfortable with that. Wow, Menachem goes crazy. John goes, it was definitely motivating. I don't know whether that'll be motivating uh, for uh, me. Luna replies, fear of public speaking is a main one. I was enrolled in Toastmasters when the pandemic hit, but found I wasn't getting as much out of Zoom speaking. Also unsure where to start. Travis replies, currently looking to create local events, seeing this as a great way to connect with accessible, meetable people, companies, and brands just getting started. So hopefully, within the next quarter. Julie goes, love that. Shivendra replies, don't know where to start. Oh Lord, yeah. Well, start from this chat. We'll let you know what to do. And then we have Sarah Steeman replying to question two saying, I think for me, it's, it's, it's fair of rejection, worrying my topic isn't original enough, even though I personally can listen to the same topic from different people and learn something new and not knowing where to start. Oh, Lord. John Kagan replies, I know exactly how you feel. Then I tried making dinner for my picky eating children and suddenly rejection no longer had a hold on me. Lord, yeah, children that have such an opinion about things that they have no business having an opinion on. <laughs> Robin Johnson replies to question one saying, I have specifically um, around Amazon PPC. I love presenting. I am hoping to start doing more in person soon, but I have been doing many webinars and podcasts. And Amit Cabra replies to question two saying, I attended a lot of meetups where I would ask to speak and eventually the events got bigger and I'd be asked to speak versus me asking Anders replies to Sarah where she had spoken said about I have spoken virtually on webinars and recently LinkedIn live Anders goes if you like virtual you love real life all the conferences have pitch forms and you can fill in around four to six months ahead of the event and Julie replies to question two saying smaller local events are a great place to get started the art of the pitch is not something that is widely discussed I plan on changing that and having PPC chat speaking veterans help newbies so stay tuned oh I'll be happy to get involved in that Sarah replies would love to know about the art of the pitch because you and Julia Vice hit on this love you guys Julia Vice oh, oh happy to help anytime and Julia and she continues nice in response to the fact that we're going to be doing you know a thing where people see speakers and veterans speaking veterans help newbies definitely something i will be involved in 
In response to question two, Chris Ridley replies, yeah, imposter syndrome and self-confidence. I doubt my own knowledge. Ah, Chris, never. My public speaking capabilities and whether the audience would find me entertaining and or interesting. I also don't know of many PPC speaking opportunities in the UK. Well, we're both trying to change that. So let's see. Lawrence replies to question two, saying the big ones I have avoided due to the effort required with travel, time to prepare, etc. I like my free time after work. <laughs> yeah, that's Julia Vice because that's a big factor. It's often outside time put in. Absolutely. That you don't get paid for. And Ashton replies to question two, saying initially one of the main reasons was just being newer in the industry. But now that I've been working in paid media for four plus years, yes, I would say the next roadblock is not knowing where to start. Well, we'll help you with that here for sure. Alex Nicole replies, my own insecurity. I walk away from conferences feeling like it would be cool to speak. I even have some topics in mind. Problem is I never take the action to actually give dive into how to pitch or anything it's like i'm scared putting in the time only to be rejected yeah and sarah goes i could have said that syndrome <laughs> julia vice goes i feel that i it can really derail at your energy or it can really derail all your energy and alex continues it's a combination of that and making time to actually pursue it also i have absolutely no speaking clout at this point why would they accept my pitch imposter syndrome is real Julie goes, totally understandable, but also something that can be overcome with the right support. Alex goes, for sure, I just need to push myself to try at some point. It's good for me to get out of my comfort zone. And um, Julia Weiss makes a very uh, important comment here saying it's good practice too. Once you've shared an idea with a room full of strangers, you will find the next client presentation pretty breezy. And I agree with that. Once I started talking on stages, having talking to clients on like, you know, a client meeting on a monthly, that monthly reporting meeting, I found that a breeze. Julia Vice replies to question two saying, when I first started out, it was very much not knowing where to start and getting rejected when I figured out how to pitch. It felt like a, a very gate kept only for higher ups type activity. Sarah goes saying, this is a really interesting tweet with so many layers I would have to dig into. Yeah, right. Julia Vice goes, yeah, it's a little bit my specific story, a little bit women in business, a little bit recession based travel approvals, all kinds of stuff. I will do an interview just on this to be honest honest and then yeah julie goes hopefully you can both make the audio chat this week oh lord i hate to say take julie we will not be on the audio chat i don't think this week and tim halloran replies to question two saying missing deadlines or rejected pitched for the most part i'm noticing the pitch is somewhat formulaic and having marty help with that has been a lifesaver but i haven't cracked the code per se i a lot depends on their current lineup too and then we have Julie taking us on to question three, saying for those who have spoken at conferences and events, what is your best advice for, for people who want to get their first chance to speak? Persistence and just keep on, on asking. Yeah, when I started, it was quite easy for in, the, in the UK. And anyway, I was, I just, there were not many. There actually still aren't many. So it really just takes me asking and saying that I want to talk. But I imagine for in the US, it's much different. But yeah, keep trying to pitch. Keep joining chats like this to know the best ways to pitch, what to actually put forward. But being, keep being persistent at it. And yeah, you know, be specific about the topic that you want to speak about. 
don't just wishy washy and be like, oh, I want to speak about paid search. Tell us what specific, specifically within paid search you want to talk about. Anders replies saying, it's a pitch like any other one. Analyze the conference positioning and needs. Yep. Build a compelling story. Packaging is important. Don't miss the deadlines. And if you don't make it, ask for feedback and pitch for the next edition. Absolutely agree. Jordan Stark replies, networking is your best chance for those opportunities to manifest. Don't be afraid to make friends and volunteer if they come up. Travis replies, practice, know your material or script intimately. It's a performance ultimately. Yep. Engage, create ways to draw people in in mid presentation makes you more memorable and credible and three be a resource facilitate connections afterwards answer questions promptly those are some very great advice travis robin johnson replies agree with jordan about your network get to know speakers and how they started start with smaller stages and podcasts look outside your own industry conferences don't be bashful to offer to speak and put together pitches with tactical takeaways for attendees be bold jim banks replies come up with a good topic contact past speakers before pitching to try to get a vibe of the event how many attendees experience level etc no point pitching a beginner session if all sessions are advanced be prepared for 20 to 30 hours of prep if selected yeah lots of prep time luna ppc replies have a list of topics that you specialize in at the ready for when an opportunity arises i've spoken on youtube seo and mobile app campaigns after realizing hey i'm pretty good at this stuff way to go luna Jordan Stark replies to question three saying networking is your best chance for those opportunities to manifest. Don't be afraid to make friends and volunteer if they come up. Julia Vash replies, don't wait, find a topic you really care about and build a presentation you're proud of. Then share it, lead small discussion groups, offer to speak to the chamber of commerce, just start where you are. Yes, just, just start really. Tim Halloran replies saying practice and time yourself. Know the beats you want to hit and the mile mark. It's the most time consuming part of the process outside prepping the deck, but I found after presenting something a few times, it's amazing how much easier and more succinct it becomes. Sam replies, do your homework on the event, craft a couple of pitches, be clear and direct in your proposal. No one wants to read a 12 stories novel. Yeah. So like long, 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 long pitch. He continues also don't try to boil the ocean. You aren't going to solve all the world's problems in 30, 45 or 60 minutes. And Julie Vice goes, well, not for free, certainly. <laughs> From a speaker, from a UK speaker that I greatly respect, Sophie Logan replies to question three saying, look for speaking opportunities at an event you've already attended. Having some level of familiarity with an event helps with the nerves. You're likely to be more familiar with the crowd too, which is always reassuring. And Julia Weiss gives another answer to question three saying, learn from my mistake. Don't wait around until you have a shiny new thing that no one has done before. It doesn't matter if 30 or 300 people have spoken on the subject. They haven't heard from you and your point of view is worth sharing. Yes, absolutely. Give a different point of view, share your excitement, share your tip about a topic that's probably different from everybody else's always look to share. 
Julie re responds to question three saying, start pitching. You can do more than one pitch too. As I said, I am in the process of putting together experienced speakers to help newbies with pitches and deck review via PPC chat. Also, what seems obvious and simple to you might blow others' minds. Julia Vice replies, yes. Oh, say that last part again. Thinking my idea is too obvious is my kryptonite. Julie goes, I shall elaborate. It is so common to think that you don't have any ideas that are worth presenting. I would guarantee that you have something you do or a way that you think about a particular aspect of PPC that others would find interesting and useful. And I hope everyone is paying attention to la that last comment. If I, I'll say it again, it is so common to think that you don't have any ideas that are worth presenting. I would guarantee that you have something you do or a way that you think about a particular aspect of PPC that others would find interesting and useful. Julia Vice replies, yes, and this is true of all of us. We work in diverse teams on diverse clients with diverse goals. Share, 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 instead of worrying if you have something to share. Julia Vice goes, yeah, I did HeroConf in London pre-COVID and I was nervous. The UK is very ahead in many ways and I was not certain I had much to offer. Wow, Julia, really? But I told myself they accepted my pitch and wanted to include me, so off I went in a fit of delusion and it worked absolutely of course it would work julia in response to three lawrence replies saying one don't wait to be asked two practice with local events first three practice your talk in front of a mirror four keep the bullet points on a card that you want to go over so you don't forget five practice your talk again six don't be afraid to get out there Lawrence replies, another issue is sometimes, sometimes in front of everyone, we tend to speak a little faster than what we practice until you become accustomed to speaking. Take that into account. If you are given a certain amount of time to speak within, practice 30 minutes live, maybe 25. And Anders mentions something uh, very important saying, yeah, haha, yes, to number one. And that's Lawrence's number one. Don't wait to be asked. Um, he, and Anders goes, as part of a conference advisory boards, I do occasionally reach out to speakers, but that is when I have seen them speak and been impressed already. Don't wait for it. Amit Cabra replies to question three saying, for me, networking was the key along with constantly sharing my knowledge with whoever would listen. And then John Kagan replies to question three saying, start with smaller local events. Usually those in attendance know less than you. So speak loudly while big hand movements add in some memes and no one will ever question your knowledge or capability. They will think you're brilliant or insane. Either one is great. <laughs> Sam replies, as someone who probably walks that line a little too close to insane, can agree. <laughs> Julie Vice goes, you're certainly memorable, John. John replies, um, at my presentations, you may not learn anything about SEM, but you will learn about The Office or any of the Real Housewives franchises, except for Dallas, because no one cares about them. Lord. <laughs> Julie Vice goes, hard agree on Dallas. I'm very likely including TikTok memes in my next one. Will I see you at MN Search Summit? You see so many in the US. And then we have Julie taking us on to question four saying, what do you think makes a great speaker or presenter? Anyone you've seen in the past who thought, who you thought was outstanding? What made them great? Uh, I've lost track of the people who I think were outstanding, but what makes a great presenter? Something that you, it's obvious that you know about this topic and you have really a lot of interest in. Also, don't make it a little, a very basic topic. So, you know, someone talking about labels or someone talking about filters, 
that's not really a paid search topic. I want you to hear about strategy and very interesting tactics and different ways you have approached things. And as replies to question four saying, what are great speakers, the story, the presence on stage and on screen, the depth of analysis, the supporting evidence in my book for delivering a great presentation. It also says, make them laugh at least once. Yep, I agree. Glenn Schmeltzley replies uh, to question four saying, someone who's willing to tell you what has gone wrong, what can realistically be attempted, they must override their desire to sound smart in favor of sounding real Julia Weiss agrees saying this. Travis replies saying, hands down, this is Seth's blog. That's a handle. 2017 Digital Marketing Summit MPLS, blown away by his strategy of zero word on screen. Forced the audience to hang on to every syllable. We were enraptured. Doesn't work for every topic, but the takeaway is speak. Don't regurgitate. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, so don't just read off what you're writing. Make sure you have something interesting to say. John Kagan replies to question four saying, providing real life evidence of the topic, make it engaging, make it entertaining and break it up. A 45 minute presentation is super easy to tune out on. Yeah, I never do 45 minute presentations. It's either 20 to a half an hour, 20 minutes to half an hour max. Julia Vice replies, enthusiasm. You don't have to be a Vegas big personality. Just get across that you really care about what you're presenting. And I'm probably hooked. Lawrence Chase replies to question four, saying one experience in the topic you are discussing, especially if you can bring real world examples into play Two, confidence in yourself, which will give you stage presence. Julie replies, passion for the topic and authenticity are the two things that I most gravitate towards in speakers. Will Reynolds is a great example of this type of presenter to me. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Will Reynolds is the CEO of CR Interactive. That's a handle and I really highly recommend you follow him. He's got really important things that he shares that I love hearing about. Um, and again, I'll actually read, officially read my answer, which was when it's clear that they are talking about something they know about, have personally experienced and can simplify it. Also try to make it relatable to me. We all have some common frustrations. When you tap into that, you get a room of nodding, satisfied audience. And then we have Sam replying to question four saying, I tend to think it's a blend of six things, relevance, approachability, accessibility, engagement, authenticity, novelty, plus insightfulness and actionability. And um, we have Chris Ridley replying saying accessible, making sure everyone in the room is able to understand 90% of your content is really important. Engaging, this can either be through comedy, storytelling, making it interactive or strong public speaking skills, pausing emphasis, not monotonous. And uh, yeah, he continues show and tell. Don't simply tell people something, demonstrate it. Then K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. I've been told that when um, the last time I was told that was when I was doing a motorbike um, practical test. Because, yeah, one of the things that <laughs> the rules that he told me was keep it simple, stupid. This is mostly about making it clear what you're talking about and what the main takeaways are. And um, he finally says, here's a controversial one. Give me a reason to listen by refraining from putting all the juicy bits on the slides. I'll be less likely to tune out and check my phone instead. It'll also save the speaker from simply reading from the screens. Those are some very important points. And that's why with my slides, I try to make the text very like, you know, be, be more of a guide 
than actual a full sentence and just be like more of like a topic word in terms of sometimes a word sometimes it's two words and I talk around those words Travis um, replies to question two saying currently looking to create local events seeing this as a great way to connect with accessible meetable people companies and brands just getting started so hopefully within the next quarter and then, yeah, Julie here makes a very important point as she puts as an aside saying, let me take a moment to talk about feedback after a speaking event. This can be brutal. Even really experienced and popular speakers can get bad scores and mean comments and it hurts and completely sucks. Do not let that discourage you. John Kagan continues, replies to that saying, this is straight facts. I've been kicked off speaking circuits for lowish scores, got booted off one for getting a 3.5 out of five. Definitely rattles the nerves, but don't stop trying, but do always solicit feedback. I will be doing that for my event. Julia Vice replies, there are lots of ways to deal with feedback, both positive and negative. When you're first pitching, do not think about it. Honestly, just get the idea down and worry about feedback once you have something to worry about. Julia Julia Bicini replies, agreed. Just in case someone had done an event and had this experience, I wanted them to know to not let them keep them from doing it again and that it happens to everyone. Well, everyone I know anyway. And then Julie takes us on to question five, saying for those who have not spoken at an event or want to speak more, what questions do you have about getting speaking gigs and how to prepare for them that our more experienced speakers might be able to answer? Chris um, jumps in with this one saying, is there a list of PPC or digital marketing gigs in the UK? What tips do veteran speakers have for new folks? How do you make a presentation look professional or engaging? Are there any talks you recommend people to watch as homework for being a good speaker? Yeah, I agree with that. And then, yeah, Chris really replies, losing track of numbers here. Um, And then, yeah, Julie, Liam replies, can't wait for PPC Live. Oh, no, this is where I say that PPC or digital marketing gigs in the UK, I'd say Brighton SEO and Sheffield DM. I missed that one out, but I'm saying it now. There's Brighton SEO, Sheffield DM, but that's it really of the ones I know but and most of these ones I've seen are pure SEO ones thus PPC Live UK was born and handle at PPC Live UK please follow it hopefully it will be the first of several more Liam replies can't wait for PPC Live I'll be there HeroConf has previously been very good though haven't been since 2019 for obvious reasons love it when us nerds get together yes HeroConf is back Tickets right now about eight hundred pounds. The one available, and yeah, Chris really replied. Is there any word of HeroConf happening again in the UK? Yes, there's one happening July. I think it is like the fifteenth to the eighteenth or something like that. The week before mine is going on. So definitely, well, could it be fifteenth or eighteenth? I'm not sure, but definitely around the time my event is going on. Yeah, Liam goes. Yes, it's happening this year, but it's quite a bit more expensive than compared to others in the UK. Chris really replies. That's a shame. I'll have to keep an eye on it for the next event as I love Brighton SEO but with PPC only being on the fringe event I struggle to justify going justify going each year so yeah the search advertising show it's a fringe event at um Brighton SEO and yeah we Liam and I say that Chris should pitch and he said he'll see how PPC Live UK and Sheffield DM goes if they go away well I'll pitch for paid advertising show yeah that'll be great to see Chris
And then we have Ashton Clark replying to question five saying, are there any resources or websites other than just a Google search that you would recommend looking at to find events? Would you recommend any kinds of coaching or courses, etc., before someone tries to land a speaking gig? And um, yeah, we've then got um, Julie replying to that. I say, I'm going to try to share pitch dates for conferences more regularly here, maybe even make a page on the PPC chat site with links to conferences. I think that'll be a fantastic idea. Interesting question about coaching or courses. I don't know on that one. Julia Vice goes, I'm a big fan of Toastmasters because they're kind of everywhere and a really good place to start. Julia Vice goes, hmm, only invest if you want to build this skill yourself. Many conferences, I dare say most, do not pay. So if you're doing a paid course, go in with eyes open. Ashton Clark replies, that makes sense. Consolidating threads a little from your other reply, but I'll definitely look into Toastmasters. Was also just curious in general if people felt something like that is a necessity or if it just depends on your own skill or comfort level. Anders replies, your best friends here will be Google, search for lists of digital marketing conferences, YouTube, search for speaking and storytelling advice, camera, film yourself, for stopwatch, time yourself. Best of luck. And to Chris's question in regarding like if he had any questions for people who want to speak is there, I think it was like, what tips do veteran speakers have for new folks? Julia Vice goes, I mean, Ted made a whole dang business plan out of PowerPoints. Homework is watching talks that really speak to you, pick up on things you really like and see if you can incorporate it. The moth is great too for storytelling and pacing and look into Toastmasters in your area. Robin replies to a question four saying real tactical answers of what is actually working, not theory, something I can implement right away, speaking to the level of your audience. Also, it is easy to tell who put their presentation the night before and who took the time to prepare and practice. And on that lovely note, we come to the end of the chat. Yeah, Julie goes, it's wow, it's um, after one already. And that's in um, the US. So this talk happens at midday Eastern time, but 5 p.m. GMT time. And she goes, thank you all for a great chat today. Look for, looking for, look for the recap post later this week on the PPC chat site, which is where I get a lot of my listens. So thank you guys for showing up to this. So yeah, I love you know, conferences. I love bringing people together to learn, not just it being a, a bit of a sales pitch, but also being a way for just people to hear from people that they would not hear about before. So yeah, get your tickets in for PPC Live UK. If you're going to be in the UK around that time on the 28th of July, the next dates are going to be 29th of September and 24th of November. So like the last Thursday of every other month from July. And I'm really excited to bring that to you or follow us on PPC Live UK on Twitter to get more details about the upcoming events. I am so excited for it. So yeah, if you found this talk useful and taking some great takeaway, Chris, and but you still want to continue chatting about, you know, PPC conferences, how to get into speaking. Yeah, Julie is going to be on Twitter Spaces on um, Thursday, 5 p.m. GMT and uh, 12 p.m. Eastern time. So join her there. Come with more of your questions about trying to get into speaking at conferences or PPC events. And yeah, I'm sure she'd love to answer all of those questions. So yeah, I hope you join her there. For any feedback about the podcast or maybe some corrections on anything that has been shared, please do get in touch with me. My Twitter DMs are open on my handle, the marketing anu, 
or join us on LinkedIn, which is the PPC Chad Roundup podcast group. Yeah, just ask to join. I'll be happy to invite you to your group so that you can share your thoughts. It'll also be great for longstanding members and, and brand new listeners that have been listening to for, for the, on this uh, show for more than 30 seconds to leave a review or rating on linktree.com forward slash PPC chat underscore roundup. You'll then get the link to Spotify or po- or Apple or Podchasers and more. On Spotify, it literally takes about a few seconds. You just find the podcast and yeah, give a rating and that's really all that's needed. Again, the link to get to all of those links is linktree.com forward slash chat underscore roundup. Finally, remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye and speak to you next week.